welcome again to Back to the Future Minute, the daily podcast where we analyze the greatest movie of all time, Back to the Future, one minute at a time. I'm Scott Corelli. I'm Nick Menders in the news. And I'm Paul Montgomery from the O-Comics podcast and panels.net. Welcome back, Paul. Hi. Uh, another day, another minute. Today we're going back to minute 24, which begins with Marty asking Doc, you built a time machine out of a DeLorean? And it's a time machine? <laughs> time machine out of a DeLorean? And ends with Doc approaching the DeLorean that has just returned. Frosty DeLorean. A frosty DeLorean, yeah. Um, does like a drink. So, so yeah, it does. I'm sure actually. it is. I'm sure it is somewhere. Somewhere. Um, so... They probably make like whiskey stones that are like little DeLoreans and you can freeze them and then drop them in your drink. That'd be fantastic. Mm-hmm. Draft house. Think, get on, on it. board. Sta- yeah. Stainless steel whiskey stones. Just, there we just go. giving away money here. <laughs> yeah. Um, so that line, you built a time machine out of a DeLorean. Another huge, huge, huge massive, line. iconic line. As is what you quoted, I think, at the beginning of the week, Paul. Um the uh, the famous dock line of I thought if I was going to make a time machine why not do it with some style with, with some you style. know what though when I was gr- growing up watching this movie for the longest time I didn't know if that was supposed to be a joke or not because I didn't know if a DeLorean was already culturally known as like a shitty car and it was like ironic like oh like he picked this car for style or if it was like were DeLoreans actually cool in 1985 I think I think Marty's reaction to the DeLorean, and I guess this is when he first sees it, really, is sort of not just because of th- this moment, but I think it's it's sort of spot on because it's it's like a curiosity, like it's neat. Look, he doesn't necessarily want one. He wants that he wants that truck he saw earlier. Yeah, the four by four. <laughs> he <laughs> wants the four by four to drive up to the lake. Right. It's it's hard to it's 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 hard to make out in a in a Delorean. Sure. Yeah, Doc thinks it's cool. That's how I always saw it. Is that Doc, being a massive nerd, was just like, "Oh, that's so cool! It looks so futuristic and awesome. I love that." Mm-hmm. Yeah. But meanwhile, Marty is just like, "But really, a Delorean? Like really? Right. Kind of like, like a Mini Cooper, I guess." Yeah. That's that's interesting. Like, what what, what car would it be today? Yeah, what car would it be today? If mm. it was like a. Like I think a smart be, car. It'd, it'd, be funny it'd, it'd be funny if it was like a Fiat. That's funny. <laughs> a Fiat. A time, a time machine out of a Fiat. Yeah, I think it'd be a Tesla. But but uh, uh, Doc. Oh Brown's yeah, but as we as guy. we as we have realized uh, in the in the war of the currents, uh, Doc is on uh, is is not on Tesla's side. Yeah, in the war of the currents, <laughs> him and <laughs> him and Jack White will not get along. Yeah. He has on his wall. He has he has three framed pictures of of uh, inventors, and one of them is Edison. He has he actually has a framed picture of uh, Tesla, but then he also drew like a penis, like in marker. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
because uh, you can't draw a mustache on it because you're no. I, yeah I, you know i think that's in character that he wouldn't like tesla because you know that thing where you you're you're very critical of flaws you also see in yourself yeah like i think he'd see like kind of a kindred spirit in tesla and he would sort of lash out against that like he would like you're you're such an eccentric you, like, you got to be so weird and right, <laughs> and, right. and counterculture and and as we pointed out uh both Edison and Doc have no problem testing on animals. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Be they so. elephant nor dog. <laughs> right. Oh, the poor elephant. <laughs> yeah. It's <laughs> a sad story in history. Oh, man. Um, they said autopsy and her autopsy. So, <sighs> so Doc says, um, after saying the line about why not do it with some style, he says, besides the stainless steel construction made the flux dispersal and then the alarm goes off and they have to dive out of the way. They're Perfect. so close to getting hit by the car. Which, which I, I, I love that because I, I love it because he was so confident about standing in the path of the DeLorean that they just kept standing in the path of the DeLorean. Oh, shit. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I love that. It's so great. Yeah. Um, but I've, I've always heard him say he it's, uh, say that line, but I guess I've never really thought about it before. But it does make sense because what he's saying is that you have the flux capacitor and then it, it disperses all over the car. And that's what allows it to go back in time, which despite Paul's theory about showmanship could also be the reason why the license plate doesn't go back, you know? Because it's not like, it's not, it's the loosest thing attached to the car. Okay, I see. You know what I'm saying? So like maybe that's that's the reason why it popped off. If it's not the showmanship thing, um, but it's a little of both. Yeah, probably. Um, it just makes it easier. I also I like the choice to cut off the exposition halfway through because. You don't want to have to finish that sentence, yeah. right? Um, or go into the next sentence. Right. You want to. It's it's not important. Chop it off yeah. and go right into an action beat. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, the it's, little, the littlest, the the least. Less we can explain this, the better. Right, mm-hmm. right. Um, but of course, he's the kind of character who's going to be eager to try to explain it. So the best thing to do is interrupt him. Yeah, it's great. So it's it's really really great. Um, so, having timed it, the DeLorean r- arrives roughly 20 seconds late. Um, this is by your timing? Yeah. Okay. But yeah, by the, by the timing that the movie, from, from when the DeLorean disappears to its arrival, it's a, about a minute and 20 seconds. Okay. Well, this disparity, this, this brings up, I've, I've been wanting to uh, pose a challenge to the listeners. Okay. Um, we know that Doc believes, and and the the clock. Okay, so the clock that uh, Einstein is wearing, that's going to be a minute behind because he went, he jumped to the future. So we know the clock went through that. But with the whole thing about dogs aging seven years in one year, huh? what is the exact time that? Einstein didn't experience. It's an interesting thought. I don't. That's that takes some math. Takes some. That would take some calculations. I think, some sort of equation. Um. But uh, doesn't he? He comes back younger. He comes back. 
right? So so he he doesn't he doesn't lose time. He actually gains time, right? He gains time, right? right. So well, right. if a year is seven years in dog years, then a minute is seven minutes, right? Wait, does no. that equal? You know what? That's I've heard that's kind of like not that accurate or not as accurate as we. Well, that's part of the challenge. That's I want people to do the research and okay. come back and <laughs> it's repostulating here. I want someone right. to actually go in and see if there is a difference in, you know, quality of life for Einstein. What does he real? What does he gain from this? I guess. Right. Right. Um, yeah. So uh, that's assuming that Einstein has stolen the car because we don't know that yet. That's true. Um, Anything could be in that car. It's true. Or anyone. There could be. There could be. You know. Uh, there could be like uh, Darth Vader from the planet Vulcan could be in that car. We don't know. Yeah. Dan Stevens could be in that car. <laughs> it's possible. Um. Doc is really quick on the brakes on the, on the remote control. Yeah, that thing bursts through, and he is on that brake pedal on the, on the on the remote. Yeah, was that a lot of practice? Yeah, no, it was just great. And I also love that he uses the remote control, uh, the transmitter, in the same way that you know I do when I play video games. Yeah, like he just gets really into it. Yeah, so like it's like up in the air. You know, because yeah. he's like, ah. <laughs> yeah, I love that. So great. Um, and uh, I I also really like Marty and Doc's exchange of we almost died. Looks. Yeah, I was like, oh, geez. <laughs> oh, ooh, I can't believe that happened. And then Doc Don't starts, tell your mom. <laughs> yeah, don't tell your mom. That's the look. It's the don't tell your mom look. Um, and then. The uh, all that smoke pours out of the exhaust, which I assume is something to do with the plutonium. Yeah, like right? you so, know, dry. So is that all irradiated the JC Penny parking? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Is that all radioactive smoke? That's just like, you know, it's like uh, what 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 is that called? Like after an atomic fallout? Is that radioactive fallout that just sprayed out the back of that car? Do these guys have cancer, Paul? Uh. My dad's a mechanic. I'm not a mechanic. I don't know. <laughs> okay. I did go to an engineering school, but I don't know. I don't know. It's, uh, it's interesting. I do like, though, that Doc seems surprised and a little embarrassed by it. Like, when, the, when, the st- when, when it sprays out, he's just like, oh, right, that. Ugh. And he like, kind of like looks back at Marty like, oh, sorry about that. That's embarrassing. And I was like, what? I don't know. Just, it was, it's just a weird, really weird acting choice from Christopher Lloyd. Is it, though? I and mean... Is, and is there such a thing? Yeah, well, fair. It's a weird choice for another actor, but for him, it's par for the course. Yeah, Whoa, works. guys. Okay, Back to the Future. They remake it, but <laughs> Doc Brown is played by Nicolas Cage. <laughs> oh, no. I would, I would, I would, I would see that at midnight. Well... I mean, look, I would too, but it doesn't mean I want it to exist. Wait, also, uh, Nicolas Cage also plays Barney McFly. Oh, well, I mean, yeah, if, if it's just a Back to the Future where it's like, it's it's like, uh, it's like uh, the clumps, you know? Yes, <laughs> yeah. Just, all Eddie Murphy's. Um, yeah, all Eddie Murphy's. All what, Lorraine? <laughs> um, time machine. Doc does this smile. This little, this yeah. little smirk, 
And it reminds me exactly of the snooty host from Ferris Bueller. <laughs> it's like ex- it's the exact same smirk. I was like, was this a thing that people were doing in the 80s? This little yeah. this little smirk? Or was the host in, in Ferris Bueller Christopher Lloyd in disguise? I, I prefer both of those equally. <laughs> I hope they're both true. Fair enough. Um, also, we've talked about this before, but on the side of uh, Doc's van, uh, where where it says um, "24 Hour Scientific Services," I just thought of this fun "What If" where uh, he gets the call, like right now. <laughs> sure. Oh no, because it says 24 hours, so it could be any time. <laughs> I, I need your scientific services, Doctor Brown. Finally. What if that's how he got in touch with the Libyans? What if they called him up? Sure. Do, yeah, do whatever. On his 24-hour hotline. Oh, uh, you hello. need plutonium? Oh, I need plutonium. We got one. <laughs> we got one. <laughs> yeah. Um, so most this minute is mostly uh, leaping out of the way and the, and the car coming to a stop. That's... It was fun to experience uh, the audio of that because uh, you guys were playing it over on your side right. and I was able to hear it over Skype and um, there's some fun there's some fun Foley stuff in here and there's a, a nice bit of silence in there and then suddenly whoosh, yeah like as the car comes back in yeah that's pretty great it is really good um, so uh, since there's not uh, this is this is probably our, our our lesser minute of the week. Um, as far as like things to talk about, Paul, yeah, what is your background with Back to the Future? What like what do you remember the first time that you saw it? What 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 does the movie mean to you? I always thought of Back to the Future as a western because I think I saw Back to the Future Part Three first. Interesting. And then I found out that there were other elements to the saga. Um, it's been a long time since I've actually sat down and watched uh, Back to the Future from beginning to end it's usually like i would see bits and pieces of it on tv mm-hmm. and so this was kind of cool going back and just and just watching it and um yeah i don't know it's uh it's it's cool because you know there's a different element of you know science fiction and what if to all three of them uh and for this one it's just kind of um you know classic time travel you don't have like as much of the speculative stuff like about what the future is going to be like it's just going back to the past and all the oedipal stuff <laughs> and right um i was i knew that that was an element of it but i was i was surprised at how much of an element it was it's kind of the backbone of the whole thing mm-hmm. uh just like the creepy moments and um i was just i think I've, i'm really uh, you know i think um Apropos to to these particular minutes that that we're focusing on this week, uh, I just I think Michael J. Fox and Christopher Lloyd are so great in this, um, and are really like standouts. Um, some of the other performances are a little bit more broad, and it it works. But these two, it's weird to say Christopher Lloyd is grounded, but they help ground the story. Mm-hmm. Uh, and to have this moment, uh, you know. 20 minutes into the movie it's pretty cool it's like you can bounce a you can bounce a dime off of this movie it's it's pretty you know tight and how it you know just really cuts to the chase oh yeah i mean the script for this movie is used in screenplay 
like classes sure. everywhere. Um, yeah, this is and this is one and uh, you know I'm I'm glad that you guys are going you know minute by minute through this because I think people think of it as like a fun movie or sort of like a novelty, but the, it actually is like really impressive in terms of getting across information and uh, you know establishing character really really quickly. Uh, and I always love when when the the dogs have agency. So yeah. you know to, for all the stuff with Einstein, like he is a character. He's not just. You know, he's not a prop in this movie. And right. so I, I'm glad that we got to talk about this particular sequence. Uh, yeah, it's a very lean movie. Uh, mm-hmm. It's very lean, not a wasted second. Uh, yeah, it's 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 sort of like Jaws in that way. Like if you, you could break down Jaws minute by minute and there's a lot of just really smart choices. And um, I kind of wasn't I, I wasn't necessarily expecting that going in because it has been so long since I've seen it. Mm-hmm. Um, but it was it was really cool. Just like uh, just how how it how it parcels out information, how it, you know, points to certain things that remind you of things you learned earlier. Right. Um you get that more uh, in in the, the sequences in, in 1955, but uh, yeah, it's uh, I, I'm really impressed with it. This has been fun to talk about. All right, well, we're gonna talk about it more uh, tomorrow with minute 25 to wrap up the week. Uh, Nick, do you have anything more about this minute? No, no, it was a lean minute and a lean movie. All right. Um, so in the meantime, uh, you can go to backtothefutureminute.com and leave comments there, or you can email us, contact at backtothefutureminute.com. You can follow us on Twitter at BTTF Minute. I'm at Scott Corelli. Nick is at Nick M. Jimenez, and Paul is at Fuzzy Typewriter. Uh, you can follow us on Tumblr, bttfminute.tumblr.com. Like us on Facebook. Uh, give us uh, give us some iTunes reviews. Uh, we're going to be giving those people a shout out tomorrow um, that have already done that. So if you get, if you want a shout out going forward, know that that's how you can do that. Um, and then also follow our other podcasts. Uh, check those out. Not writing uh, the Doctor's Companion, uh, Geek by Night, which premieres January sixth, and uh, go check out uh, Paul's po- podcast, uh, O Comics. Uh, yes, please. It's Thank a good you. one. It's a good one. Also, uh, Preeti, your co-host Preeti is going to be uh, is going to be on this show much much later in the movie. But she's gonna, uh, that's awesome. Yeah, so that'll be a good one. Um, all right, we'll uh, talk to you guys tomorrow. Bye. Go Mavericks.